Welcome to the Beacon Broadcast from Beacon Baptist Church in Burlington, North Carolina, featuring expositional Bible teaching by Pastor Greg Barkman. If you'd like to correspond with the Beacon Broadcast, or if you wish to support this radio ministry, write to The Beacon Broadcast, Post Office Box 159, Alamance, North Carolina, 27201, or find us on the web at beaconbaptist.com beaconbaptist.com The Beacon Broadcast is supported in part by the gifts of faithful listeners. Now with today's message from God's Word, here is Greg Barkman. Well, we have finished the section that is the exposition of Second Corinthians chapter 6, verses 11 through 13, that talks about a common cause and cure for broken relationships within the body of Christ. But I think it would be worthwhile to take one more broadcast and talk in a little more detail about some of the practical applications that are involved with this, because it is such a common problem. It is... It is something that you have wrestled with and maybe are wrestling with even now. It is something that all of us have difficulty with from time to time and very likely have some area where some fences need to be mended and some relationships need to be restored. And it is such a a universal problem within the body of Christ that we really need to not only see how Paul handled it, and this, of course, is a slice out of the life of the Apostle Paul, but we need to not only understand how Paul handled it, but we also need to know how it applies to us today in the year 2023. And so that's what we are going to be looking at. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday, March 14. And many thanks to those whose financial gifts enable us to continue teaching God's Word on this station. Here's the text, 1 Corinthians 6.11, O Corinthians, we have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. Now in return for the same, I speak as to children, you also be open. Quick, quick, quick reminder of what Paul has told us here. He is telling us that he has a heart of love and openness toward the Corinthians. He makes clear in verse 12 that they are not responding in the same way to him. They are showing restricted affections toward him where he's shown unrestricted affection toward them. But he makes it clear in verse 12 that he is not the cause of their difficulty. It's something else. He doesn't tell us where it comes from, but we've already suggested some possibilities. But wherever it comes from, that really is not the point. The point is that the problem is on their their end, and they're the ones that are going to have to deal with it. Because 
he's doing the right thing and they're not. It really boils down to that. And so he says in verse 13, now in return for the same, that is in my love and and open affection toward you, now in return for the same, I speak as to children, you also be open. Here he just reminds them subtly of his special relationship with them as a spiritual father to spiritual children. And he says, the right response for you is to be as open and loving toward me as I have been toward you. So get on with it. Do it. It is a command. You also be open. That's a quick review of the meaning of these three verses. Now, let's make some applications. First of all, in the area of our relationships within the body of Christ— And it's clear from Scripture that God expects us to cultivate warm, loving relationships with other believers in the body of Christ. Should I say that again? The Scripture makes it very clear that God expects us, let's put it more bluntly, God expects you, you, to cultivate warm and Loving relationships within the body of Christ. To cultivate them. What does that mean? That means to work at them. What does it mean to cultivate a garden? It means to do the work necessary that you need to do in order to get a good crop. It takes cultivation. You've got to get in there and chop the seeds. You've got to get in there and water the plants if they're not getting enough water. You've got to get in there and give it what it needs. It takes work. It takes cultivation if you're going to receive the results that you can anticipate by planning and planting a garden. And likewise, it takes work to, re- to cultivate, to, to, uh, to harvest what you ought to have from other believers in the body of Christ, namely a warm, loving relationship. But you've got to cultivate that. You've got to extend that. There are far too many Christians, I observe this as a pastor, there are far too many Christians that, as it were, stand back with their arms folded across their chest and say, how come you're not reaching out to me? How come you're not establishing a relationship with me? How come I'm... I feel lonely within the body of Christ. And you want to say, look at yourself. All you need to do is see what others see, and you'll realize the problem. You are standing there like a growling dog, getting ready to attack others, and then wonder why they don't break down that barrier and cultivate a loving relationship with you. Now, to other Christians, I would say, that is what we ought to do. It's not easy, but when we find people like that, that's exactly what we are supposed to do. But to that person who is particularly that one who feels lonely and and seems to have difficulty making relationships within the body of Christ, you need to look in the mirror. There are hindrances there that are of your making, just like the Corinthians hindrance of their relationship with Paul. Paul makes it very clear. The problem is with you. It's on your end. You need to fix it. I've done all that I can do. It's kind of like that spiritual instruction that says, as much as lies within you, be at peace with all men. There's only so much you can do. You should do everything you can do. As much as lieth within you, 
be at peace with all men. But, of course, if somebody else is determined to be at war with you, no matter what you do, there's nothing you can do to be at peace with them because they are determined to be at war with you. But make sure that you're doing all you can, as much as lies within you. You don't say, well, they're, they're acting that way, so I'm going to act that way. They're not showing friendship, so I'm going to not show friendship. Nope, nope, nope. Back to body relationships, we are expected to cultivate warm, loving relationships within the body. And that requires personal communication with fellow believers. That requires active initiative, initiation on our part. Our, we have to move out of our comfort zone sometimes. It requires personal presence within the body of Christ, an investment of time. You're not going to cultivate the right kind of relationships if you're one of those Christians who ducks in and ducks out, ducks in to the assembly of the saints at the last possible minute, sits through the service and disappears as quickly as possible afterwards. You don't have any time to talk to people. You don't have any time to fellowship with them. You don't have any time to cultivate warm, loving relationships. It takes some cultivation. And likewise, there are those who do not attend church services because you found it more convenient to sit at home and watch your church live stream its services, one of the wonderful technologies of our day, and many churches have that technology. Not all do, and so some of you I'm talking to don't have that available in your church. And it's one of those mixed blessings. It's, a, it's got benefits for because some people cannot come. We do have genuine, what we call shut-ins, people who are shut-in and unable to come to church. And what a blessing for them to have this modern technology that enables them to participate from their, from their bedroom that, because they are not able to get out, but they're not totally shut off from the body of Christ. How wonderful that God has provided that technology for them. For them. How wonderful that there are people in faraway places who can tune in who couldn't possibly attend your church if they wanted to. They live hundreds of miles away. How wonderful this technology can be, but it can also be a barrier to right relationships because some people would prefer the comfort of their own home than the actual attendance at church that the Bible requires of those who can do not forsake, forsaking not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. The scripture goes on to say, even in that day, there were Christians who were careless, who were absent, who were disobedient, who were forsaking the assembly of the saints when they could be there and should be there. Don't do that. Not forsaking. Not forsaking. If you're unable to be there, you haven't forsaken. You have been truly providentially hindered. But if you're able to be there and you're not there, you have forsaken. And the Bible tells us not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. And one of the reasons is exactly what we're talking about now. It's impossible to cultivate warm, loving personal relationships with other members of the body if you're not there. And, and one of the 
difficulties, one of the challenges of joining the services by live stream, by computer in some way, and 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 uh, attending, as as we would say in that fashion, uh, using the word attending in quotation marks and using it rather loosely. But one of the problems with that is it it gives the person who's doing that the sense that they are there, that they are involved. They see the people they know. I know people who who watch our services on live stream, even some that aren't even members of our church, but they have watched our particular services on live stream from a distance so much that they can, they've even learned to identify certain people and to recognize when, when some people that are normally there are not in their place and to wonder where is so-and-so, where was your wife today, where was, where was this person today? I mean, that, they can be that involved. And yet the fact of the matter is, though they feel very connected because of this technology and the fact that they, they are interested and they tune in, the truth of the matter is that nobody in our body knows them. It's a two-way street, and yet if you're not there, it's a one-way street. And one way doesn't cut it. You understand what I'm saying? People can feel like they're connected when they're not. They can feel like it because they can see it on the screen, and they can identify people, and they know these people, and they see them, and by seeing them, they feel like they're connected to them, but those people that they feel connected to by the screen, the computer screen, the television screen, don't see them. It's not a two-way street. There is no connection. There is no cultivation. The cultivation that the Bible requires needs it it is necessary that there be personal presence and not only personal presence but investment of time and effort when you are present that is obviously needed and that is often missing so think about that and we'll come back tomorrow until then greg barkman saying good day may god give you his eternal peace <music>